church last week to celebrate the Father's Day with us. I want to appreciate some of you who also brought us special envelopes and special gifts. We are so very grateful to you for your kindness. Amen. And for the various groups and cell groups, thank you for thank you for your love, thank you for your kindness. May the Lord honor you. May the Lord cause you to be lifted up. May grace beyond measure become your portion. The Lord smile on you. Bible says that when you give a cup of water to a prophet in the name of a prophet, you shall receive a prophet's reward. May you receive a prophet's reward. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. Amen. God bless you. Some of you, those who brought personal envelopes, I was able to acknowledge it as if I haven't, please just not let my PA know, I mean, uh, so that I can do it because I like to personally express my thanks to you. Amen. God bless you. Let's take our Bible sentence. This is my Bible. It contains the word of God. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I'm about to receive the rich, unfailing, and grafted word of God, which is able to save my soul and give me an inheritance. My life will never be the same, never, never the same. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Please, I'd like to encourage that when we're coming to church, we should bring Bibles, amen? Hardcover Bibles and notebooks as well, amen. Father, anoint my lips. Let me declare your word as of an oracle. We pray, God, we are grateful to you for bringing us to the first Sunday of the last month of this year. And all we can say is that, thank you, Lord. Thank you for all the amazing and wonderful things you've done in our lives and for our lives. In Jesus' precious name, Everybody say a big amen. amen. Glory to God. Okay, so this month being a month of thanksgiving, I'm sharing today, be thankful unto the Lord. Tell your friend, be thankful unto the Lord. Now in Exodus chapter 33, verse 14 and 15, which has been a major scripture we'll be using this year, the Lord said, my presence shall go with you and I will give thee rest. Moses said in the verse 15, if your presence go not with me, carry us not up here. Which means that wherever Moses was going, he needed the presence of God. Tell somebody, you need the presence of God. We need, the presence of God is the atmosphere that the Christian can thrive in. So without God's presence, you cannot thrive well. And the protocol for getting into the presence of God is thanksgiving. Someone say thanksgiving. So in uh, uh, Psalm 100 verse 4, it says that enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. So in entering, you know, it, it, every, every king lives in a palace, you know, and oftentimes it's not just an outer court and you need to go through the gates of the palace and possibly through a doorway before you can get into the presence of the king. So in the same way too, if you, uh, you want to get into the presence of God, the first protocol that you need to observe is the protocol of thanksgiving. Amen. And so that was why I would say, enter his God's gates with thanksgiving. That means that without thanksgiving, you have no access into the presence of God. So the person who doesn't thank God shouldn't think that he has got access unto his presence and then enter his courts with praise. In Psalm 92, verse 1, he says, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. Hallelujah. And then the verse 2 says that it's to, to show forth your loving kindness. You see, the reason why we're thanking God is to show forth his loving kindness in the morning and his faithfulness every night. Hallelujah. 
It means that when you step out, in, before you step out in the morning, you've got to thank God and say, Lord, I thank you for the gift of life. I thank you that I'm alive today. Because you see, uh, any time that you are asleep, it's like you're, you are dead, you're gone. Because you have, you have no idea where you are. So once you get up, it means that there's an assignment for you. Once you get up, it means that it is not your alarm clock that went. It's not because of your circadian rhythm that I am used to waking up 4.30 in the morning. But even if you get up 4.30 in the morning, you know, by some autom aut uh, autonomic system, still God programmed it. God tapped you until you got up for your purpose for the day. Can I have an amen? And I believe that we go through various motions during the daytime. And through the twists and turns of life, God always covers you and protects you. So by the close of the day, whilst you're going to bed, it's very important to say, Lord, I thank you for all the activities that I went through. Good or bad, you have been God to me and you have been good unto me. Can I have an amen? Okay. Now, thanksgiving and praise set the tone for true worship. You see, in John chapter 4, verse 23 and 24, the Bible says that the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. That means that God is seeking what? Worshippers. And the gateway unto worship. The first protocol unto getting into worship is to thank God and to praise him. Thanksgiving and praise sets the throne, I mean the, the tone for every true worship. Every true worship. So every Christian must be deliberate about praise and uh, praising God and thanking God. You must be deliberate about it. Amen. Just like you are deliberate in bathing, deliberate in eating, deliberate in doing some things. So you must be deliberate. You don't do it extemporarily. You don't do it just when you want to do it. You must do it because you ought to do it. And when we praise, remember that anytime that we thank God, we thank him for his deeds in our lives, what he has done for us, and we praise him by acknowledging who he is. Amen. There are two different things. You thank somebody for what the person has done for you, but you praise him for who he is. Glory to God. And the Bible says in Psalm uh, 22 verse 3, God inhabits the praise of his people. See, that's the protocol. So you realize that if you really want to have the presence of God, you've got to learn to what? Thank him. And praise him. And when you thank the Lord and you praise him, God comes to inhabit. God comes to dwell in your presence. Somebody once said that when you pray, God sends answers. But when you praise him and you thank him, God comes himself with the answers. Yeah, because he dwells in the praise. Can I have an amen? So if you actually want to, sometimes you feel so dry, you feel so down. Have you ever felt that before? You're going to wonder what's going on in my life. God, where are you? God, where are you? But one of the key things to drive away that spirit of depression and that spirit of confusion and emptiness is to be able to get the reason for the emptiness is because of the absence of the presence of God. When God's presence is around you, you don't feel empty. And so the way or the protocol to getting that presence of God is to learn to worship him. Thank him and bless his holy name. Can I have an amen? amen? So thanksgiving sets the tone for praise and praise leads you unto worship. Now, when you acknowledge somebody's works by thanking him, it is only then that you can respect and appreciate him. A lot of times we don't appreciate people. You see, if you see an engineer, it is only when... When you appreciate his work, then you can thank him. Are you getting me? So, when you thank God, eh, it makes you now get to a point of appreciating who God is. So, most of us don't, the reason why we don't even get miracles and we don't believe in God is because we don't thank him enough. 
Because when you begin to look at the things that God has been doing in your life and you start thanking him for it, it will, it will build up faith in you to be able to believe in him more for greater things. May that become your portion. I said, may that become your portion. So those who are not thankful cannot be praised for. If you are not thankful, write it. Beauty, you didn't write it. A thankful heart is a praiseful heart. Yeah. It takes a thankful heart to be praiseful. You see, if you cannot, you haven't yet been able to thank God, thank somebody for something, you can't praise him. Yes. You can't praise him. As I was been watching all the political films, whatever they are showing their campaign, you will see certain people thanking either the present government or the past government and praising them. Acknowledging their works. Is that right? Yeah, they acknowledge their works and they praise it. So, if you can acknowledge the works of God in your life, it will help you to praise him. So, most of the time, you don't take the praise serious because you have, not take, you have not acknowledged what God has done. You will take it that, well, it is business as usual. My dear friend, it's not business as usual. The songwriter says that, count your blessings and name them one by one and it will surprise you. It will surprise you. It will surprise you what the Lord has done. Amen. Even when it comes to childbirth, it will be so surprised. Everything is okay. You see, you don't need to. You don't need to do wrong things for sometimes bad things to happen to you. No. Sometimes you can be doing everything right, but for a strange reason, something bad happens. Even sometimes you find people who are married, and they have very slow challenges, and it's not because they are not applying marital principles. No, 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 no. Don't, don't. Let's not get there. So, this person's marriage, or this person's, or this person didn't do well in school because maybe he wasn't, he was, he wasn't learning, or she wasn't learning. No, 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 no. You could be doing everything right, but something can go wrong. <laughs> From no fault of yours. So, when things go right with you, you have to learn to say thank you. Amen. There are people who want one child. They will go and do IVF, in vitro fertilization, number of times. And even one injection you receive, the man that's involved. Yes. I have a, I have a, I have a daughter in England. She was telling me she spent almost about 90,000 pounds to get one son. Yes. She was working, working, work upon work. You want touch. The children have come. 90,000 pounds, you told me. Just got one child. He said, I had to labor to do this, to do that, to do that. Did you pay 90,000 pounds? So why can't you, why can't you thank God and appreciate the Lord, I thank you for number one, number two, number three. Some of you even didn't do cesarean section. When you are giving birth, it's as if you are, you are going to the loo. And the baby comes with ease. It's a blessing. Amen. Some of you eat any food at any time. Yeah. 1 a.m., 2 a.m., and you can eat anything. And you will sleep okay and you dream well. Yes. There are people after five in the evening, they can't eat. You eat and you are fine. Be thankful to him. Amen. If we are not sincerely thankful, we cannot come into the presence of God. See, the reason why lots of times, you see, even when, when it's praise and worship, we don't value it. We think that it is something prelude to the preaching. You know, so, so we're just waiting for the preaching. And then the praises and that is, is meant for certain people who are just being emotional. They just want to be jumping around. No, Bible says that praise the Lord in the dance. It's a command for us. Tell someone, it's a command. Amen. Yeah. The Greek word for the word thanksgiving is eucharisto. Someone say eucharisto. 
E-U-C-H-A-R-I-S-T-O. Eucharisto. Tu ne écris pas. Pourquoi? Eucharisto. Il faut que tu écris Eucharisto. Yeah. Yeah. The French people understand it. Eucharisto means to show appreciation. To show what? Appreciation or acknowledge someone for the favors you have received. To show appreciation or acknowledge someone for the favors you have received. Thanksgiving. So it means that it's important for us to show appreciation and we, it's important for us to acknowledge. Someone say acknowledge. Acknowledge someone for the favors we have received. A lot of times I see the kids and I say, who bought this for you? He said, my mommy. Who bought that for you? I may say that fathers have been excluded. So I tell them, it is daddy who gave mommy the money to go and buy for you. Say it. It is daddy who has so that the fathers will not be excluded. Because so right now, you see, by our psychic, the kids right from infancy, they think that fathers don't do anything for them. So they actually don't even regard the fathers well. But when we draw their mind to the fact that daddy has been doing a lot. Sometimes if you don't see daddy up and now, it's not because he doesn't love you. He's running around slaving, trying to get some resources to equip the home. Amen. Yeah. And you, the mothers, you must tell them that your, your father is forcing power. Amen. Now we must remember that all good things come from the Lord. Someone say, all good things come from the Lord. It could pass through somebody's hands, but they come from the Lord. The source of every good thing comes from the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 7. First Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 7. The Bible says that, what do you... Oh, come on. First Corinthians 4, 7. Quickly, please. I don't have much time. He says that, what do you have that you didn't receive? He said, who makes you to differ from another? Eh? Who makes you differ? He said, I'm tall. I look elegant. I'm like a, the cedar of Lebanon. I'm, I'm like a palm tree. I am like this. What and what do you have that you did not receive? And now, if you received it, then why do you glory as if you have not received it? So all of about life is receivement and not achievement. Someone say receivement. Oh yeah. So if you know that you receive something from somebody and you know who you receive the thing from, number one, you will thank the Lord. You acknowledge it. Most of us we act like something dropped from the moon to us. It just happened. It just didn't happen. There is a source of your blessing and there's even a channel for your blessings. Amen. You've got to learn to thank the source and thank the channel because the channel can divert it. Yes. It's true. Yeah. I know a lot of times somebody say, take this thing to this person and then the person won't take it. He will divert it. The channel will divert it. Or will reduce even the quantity and the quality of what was sent. Hallelujah. I told you that every good thing comes from the Lord. James chapter 1 verse 16. He says that every good and perfect gift. Someone say every good and perfect gift. Verse 17. James 1. Every good. James 1 17. Hallelujah. Read it with me. 1, 2. Every good and perfect gift is from who? From above. And coming down from the Father of lights. Hallelujah. It means that your job is from above. Your marriage is from above. Your money is from above. Every good thing that we have, this church is from above. Your pastor is from above. Your friends are from above. And if you, are, you can acknowledge the source of it. So that's why you, 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 can, you, you can never be tired of thanking God. Say, Lord, I thank you for my husband. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my business. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you. So you can thank God for innumerable things. May that become your portion. Yeah. Amen. Sometimes somebody says, oh, some bad things came to me, so it's from God. No, it's not, it's not from God. But you say, say Pastor, but have you forgotten that uh, 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 um, um, Job said, eh? God, God gave and God took away. It is, it is Job who said that. It's not God who said that. 
You see, the Bible is the word of God. Everything that is written in the Bible is the word of God. But not all things that were done and said in the Bible were done and said by God. But they were, they were done and said and written for our example, for us to learn from it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't, don't quote some. There's no, no scripture who says that God is the one who, you know, sends bad things. He may allow things to happen because of the fact that you might have strayed off. But every evil thing, the source of it is the devil. Are you understand what I'm saying? Can I have an amen? Good. And that's why I was telling you that you don't have to do anything, any, any wrong thing. Listen, you have to learn to show a lot of appreciation to God. Say, Lord, I thank you. Thank you. There are people who will be sitting in their homes and a car will drive and then come and hit them in their homes. Yeah. Many years ago, I was driving Dr. Pia Kofi and the wife. They were sitting at the back. I was sitting in front. On the same we were going to Koforidia to go and preach. From nowhere, this petrol tanker around in Sawam descending towards Adwejiri started. I mean, it has lost its bearing and was coming. The man had no control to come and sit right on top of us. Yes. I don't know what happened. I believe that the angel of the Lord took over the, the steering and then I get into right into the market. It's all market and stopped in front of uh, somebody's table. Yeah. Somebody came in and said, Where did you drop? That means that you chop medicine. You, are, you, are, you, are, you have got mojos. I said, I don't have mojos. I've got God. Yes. I've got God. And, and the petrol tanker diverted and entered somebody's house. Broke the wall and entered into the house, into somebody's room. Can you imagine? Yes. Yeah. When he didn't get us, he decided to look for somebody else. So, when the enemy doesn't get you, it's not because you are too smart. It's because God has been on your side. I know a lady who went to do a procedure in the hospital. Later, she felt very uncomfortable in her ab- abdomen, abdominal area. And later, she felt, she kept feeling very uncomfortable, even though she was supposed to have a release out of the, the procedure. So, after a couple of months, they went and checked her back, not knowing that they had left some of the surgical appliances in her system. Yes. She had paid. Everything was okay. Probably was a good doctor. But for some strange reason, something entered into her. So when you go and you come back, when you are given the right medication, when you swallow this and swallow that and eat this and eat that, and you are still hanging around, you want to say, Lord, oh Lord, I am very, very grateful for all you have done for me. Oh Lord, I am very, very grateful. I am saved, thank you, Jesus. Oh Lord, oh Lord, I am very, very grateful. For all you have done for me. Oh Lord, I am very, very somebody, eh? you stir up the powers of the person. Amen. Yeah, It's good when somebody gives you something say, I like it. 
Amen. Yeah, when I give you something and realize that you like it, I want to give you more. But when you don't seem to like it, I mean, how would a person be motivated to want to give you more? So Thanksgiving causes God to give us more. And we're going to see a scripture in Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 18, uh, regarding the ten lepers. Ten lepers went to Jesus. They heard about Jesus. Bible says that uh, Jesus passed in the midst of uh, uh, Samaria and Galilee. He entered into a certain village and he met ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. Lepers can get close to people who are clean. So these guys were unclean. And Bible says that they lifted their voices and said, Jesus, have mercy on us. Now, remember that in the Old Testament days and through the days of Jesus and the life of the Jews, anytime someone had an issue, they would always say mercy. Someone say mercy. Mercy means they, they don't ask for the healing. They ask for mercy because they believe that whatever was coming upon them to the Jews, good or bad come from God. That's the reason why Job said that what he said. You know, and then mercy means that exclude me from this evil. It is mercy that will negate the evil. So he said, have mercy on us. And the Bible says that he, when he saw them, he told them, go and show yourselves unto the priest. He didn't touch their skin. He didn't do anything. He said, go and show yourself to the priest. Why did he tell them to go and show themselves to the priest? Because it was the priest who had to certify whether they were clean or not. So the priest... They were diagnosed by the priests and, 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 and were relegated out of society or they were ostracized. And in order to be reintegrated into society, the priests now had to re recertify them. Are you getting me? So the guys could have been clean, but society would not accept them. And Jesus respected the status quo, respected the whatever had been put in place. And so he said, go and show yourself to the priests. But it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. That means that they operated in faith. They operated in the word of the Lord. It means that faith is going to bring you mighty results. As you obey the word of God. Can I have an amen? So as they were going, the Bible says that after that, when they were healed, one of them, when he realized that he was healed, the Bible says that he went back to Jesus eh, to go and thank him and to worship him. And he said that, where are the, there are ten of you. Where are the nine? So oftentimes you see that only 10% show appreciation. So maybe for your pockets. Eh? When you do stuff, don't look for too much appreciation from people. Because the hearts of men don't know how to show appreciation. But that's why we are being taught in the house of God. So that we don't become part of the 90, but we become part of the 10. Amen. Be, be part of the 10%. You know, so the Bible says that one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with what? A loud voice. Hallelujah. So when God does something for you, you don't keep it. You go back to him. That's why you testify. And that's why testimony is important. God does many things for people, but they are sitting in their chairs. They don't tell anybody. They, with a loud voice, he went and then glorified God. And then Jesus said, told him, the leper, that your faith has made you whole. He said, he told him to be made whole. Someone said, made whole. Now, leprosy actually eats up your body. Leprosy will eat up your hands, eat up your mouth. So somebody with leprosy hasn't got nice lips. Eh? Your ears are chopped. Your skin looks wrinkled in some way. I mean, it, it's not a nice thing at all. But when this man went to... So you see that these people, the leprosy was eating their, their whole body up. Is that right? Yeah. The body was depreciating. So when Jesus said, go and see the priest, the the source and whatever that was going on, the, the depreciation of their body ceased. But their fingers were still eating up. Their toes were still eating up. Their lips were still eating up. But the one who went to Jesus and expressed thanks, Jesus said, Arise, for thy faith has made thee what? Whole, behold. And so he realized that whatever had been eaten up was a growth back. 
So thanksgiving ensures that there is a restoration in your life. May you be restored. Whatever you lost, may the Lord restore it for you. Oh, I said may the Lord restore it for you. May your story change for good. Whatever the cankworm ate and the caterpillar took away and the locust chewed, the Lord said in Joel chapter 2, verse 25 and 26, I will restore to you. Hallelujah. May the Lord restore to you. I restore to you. That means that whatever was eaten, that the locust has eaten, the cankworm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you, verse 26, he says that you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. You shall never be ashamed. Ah, hallelujah. Jesus said to him to be made whole. May you be made whole. Thanksgivers always provoke the ever-increasing grace of God upon their lives. So every time you are thanking God, you are provoking an increased grace. May you walk in an increased grace. Let's quickly look at four practical ways to show our gratitude. Number one, by singing songs of thanksgiving. Amen. Psalm 147 verse 7. So number one, we are looking at practical ways to show our gratitude. How do we show our gratitude? By number one, singing songs. Sing songs of thanksgiving. So singing. Psalm 144 verse 7, it says that sing unto the Lord a new word song. Hallelujah. Can you put a scripture on the Sing unto the Lord what? A new song. It's important for us to sing. Sing songs of praise unto the Lord. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. So we are to turn our gratitude into singing. That one, Enemy our life in particular and in creation in general so you look at what god has done for you and you begin to thank him hallelujah now there are songs even though are songs which may sound spiritual they may be not they may not be songs of thanksgiving like let god arise let his enemies be scattered let god ar-. no that is a song of warfare is that right miracle worker Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. That's not song of thanksgiving. Yeah. You see, any song you sing that has request in it, that have seeking and asking for something in it, it's not a song of thanksgiving. So take note of that. If you just want to be able to know anytime, is my song a song of thanksgiving? There should not be a request in it. It should rather, there must rather be appreciation in it. It should be full of appreciation. Amen. And, and it is important that you learn how to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Number two, so you, you show your appreciation in what? By singing. Amen. That is why as a church we place a lot of credence on our, in our music ministry to sing unto the Lord, appreciate him. Number two, magnify the Lord. Psalm 69 verse 30. 
Psalm 69 verse number 30. 69 verse 30. It said, I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify, I will praise him with what? With a song and magnify him with what? Magnify him with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Yeah. So thanksgiving can be done through what? The act of magnifying God. What's the meaning of to magnify? To magnify means to increase the importance of something. Yeah. So you increase the importance of God through your thanksgiving. Amen. When you thank somebody, you, are, you thank the person to increase his importance. To let yourself and others know that this person is a gracious person. Because not everybody gives. There are people who have so much, but they don't give. So if somebody goes out of his or her way to do something for you, you express your thanks by magnifying the person. Amen. And as you magnify God, God will also magnify you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Yeah. That's why we say, oh, magnify the Lord. For he is worthy to be praised. Hey, oh, magnify the Lord. For he is worthy to be praised. Hosanna. Blessed be the Lord. Let the rock of my salvation be exalted. Some of you, it is all, all your song is about getting things. You see, so as we are singing this song, you don't, you don't even know how to sing them. It's all, give me something. Prophesy something over me. Do, no, 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 no. I think the kind of Christianity we are living in is a, is a very introverted, self-seeking kind of Christianity. It's true. Very, very, oh, please. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. The, uh, the focus must not be ourselves. The focus must be Jesus. Yes. It's true. Make, make, listen, make the Lord your focus. Don't make things your focus. Don't even come to church. See, some people say, hey, the church is the pastor is power. I'm going to a church where the pastor is powerful and that is anointed. No, 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 no. Come commune and relate to a powerful God, and powerful things will happen to you. That's all. Hallelujah. And you do that as you begin to praise him. You begin to worship him. Magnify him. Someone say magnify him. Magnify him. Okay. The third way is to, is by your lifestyle. Colossians chapter 3 verse 17. Colossians 3 17. Let's have a lifestyle of thanks and appreciation. You see that people, is that like you, you must pinch them and pinch them before they show appreciation. Yeah. Even when they see somebody is looking nice, they can't even say you are looking nice. There are people, their minds are so negative that every time they see anybody, they are looking for the negative about the person. You see how the choir is looking very nice in their white and whatever. Somebody said, yeah, what kind of write something, what is it, what is it, you know, and all, all kinds of, it, it, it's not a nice thing at all. Yeah. Why don't you say beautiful Claudia? Amen. Yeah. BC. Beautiful Claudia. Yeah. Say nice things. Learn how to see and say nice things about people and places. Yes. When you go anywhere, just begin to look at what good thing can I see about this place? What good thing can I see about this person? Yeah, not what bad thing can I see and describe it. What do you gain from that? Amen. Are we learning something? Whatsoever you do in word, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Giving what? Thanks to God and the Father by Him. Whatever you are doing, it's by giving thanks. Work by giving to everything. Thanks. Amen. You must deliberately set aside, write it, deliberately set aside time to thank God and to celebrate his goodness. Yeah. Never start prayer by just getting up and then praying, God, give me this, give me this, give me this. Can you imagine you have a friend? Every time the friend comes to you, ask him. 
Then when you see the friend coming, or you know that the person is coming to ask for it. Can you give me this? Can you give me Momo? Send me Momo. Every time your child, listen, every time your child calls you, it is about sending Momo. What, what kind of child is this? Every time, Momo. Momo. Mommy, I want to see you. Momo. Daddy. Momo. Sister. Momo. Yeah. No, 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 no. It, that is not a nice relationship. But you want somebody that you want to talk. Listen. Kings. Presidents, important people, they also want friends and people to talk to and who make them laugh and flow. Are you getting me? Yeah. That's why David, David had, a, had a friend called Hushai. You must, you must, you, and you must learn how to be friends with important people. Not that your boss is there. Every time you go to your boss, it's about asking for things. No, it's not a nice thing. Amen. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18. Bible says, Rejoice evermore. So it says, Rejoice evermore. <laughs> Verse 17, Pray without season. Then 18, In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. He didn't say for everything, but what? In everything. Amen? That means that in the midst of the situation, learn to give thanks unto God. Amen? Eh? That song, it is well, it is well with my soul, with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Yeah, it was a business person who had sent his family on a voyage and they're going out for holidays. He was going to follow later. Then later he got a, 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 a telegram. That you know, mid sea, the family had gotten drowned. How are you going to feel? But he said, It is well, it is well with my soul. Some of us have been so devastated. I know it's a very devastating news. You see, when, I, when you read the book of Job, listen, life can life has mountains and valleys, synclines and anticlines, difficulties. But you've got to learn to lean on God. Can I have an amen? Job in one day lost seven of his children. Seven children. Can you imagine? Not one child. To lose a child is what an easy thing. Seven children. He lost 7,000 camels. That's about 7,000 articulators. His, his, his cows and everything. Everything finished but job in job chapter 1 verse 20 to 22 job bible says in the 22 you see bible says job arose when he had all this he rent his mantle shaved his head fell down upon the ground and worshiped hallelujah amen and that's why he said naked i came out of my mother's so naked shall i return but yeah, that, that, and uh, he said, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away, which we quote. It's the devil actually who did all that. Because if you read the story very well, you see that the uh, devil went to the Lord. Eh? And then the Lord both said about Job that this guy, he's ever faithful unto me. And so no matter what. So he said, don't kill him. You can touch anything, but don't kill him. Are you getting me? Because God knew, had confidence in Job. And he went through that. Listen to me. No matter what we have, and we are. We are and we have because of God. So there's no way that we should turn our backs onto God. So say, well, I came there, I don't have this. I don't have my business again. I don't have my whatever again. And so I've left God. God has disappointed me. So me too, I'm disappointing. You are the one who needs God. You can't disappoint God. You can't turn your back to him. Hold on to him. One day you're going to die, you have to face him. So don't die and go to hell. Keep on keeping on. Keep on with your faith. Keep believing him. But he will still pick you out from where you are and place you on the mountaintop for a glorious exhibition. And I have an amen. Yeah? Look at it. The verse 22. The Bible says that in all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God what? Foolishly. He did not sin. He did not sin. Are you here with me? 
He said, God, I didn't pass my exams. Oh, I didn't get the school that I want to go to. So God will have disappointed me. I'm not going to serve you again. And truly, sometimes the devil makes you feel like, look, this God that you are serving, is he real? You're wasting your time. I'm telling you, it happens to everybody. Every now and then, the devil, I've been there, I've been preaching for years. And he gets up and says, you are standing tractor, running about. Has scholarships to study in U.S. Start, start, be here, be there, be there. They told you stay out there in Europe. He said you come to Africa. Look at what goes on and all those kind of things. But I tell you, the best thing to ever happen to you is to have the Lord. Amen. Oh, it is Jesus. Yes, it is Jesus. To Jesus. In my soul, for I have touched the hem of his garment, and his blood made me Learn to be a thank- thanking person. Can I have an amen? In Acts 16, 23 to 25, Listen to me. You can help people and they can turn their backs at you. But still thank God for the opportunity you had. Amen. Yeah. Do whatever you have to do. God is still God. Eh? You know why you guys, every night then you sit down, you know we are singing. Sit behind your machine. Amen. Mm? You are God alone. Good times began. You are on your throne. You are God alone. And right now, and right now, in the good times and bad times, you are on your throne. You are God alone. You are God alone. You are God alone. Before time. plans I have for you. Plans of good and not of evil. To give unto you a future and a hope. And to bring you to an expected end. Eh? Some people, very early in the morning they get their meals. Some is lunch time. But probably yours is dinner. And your dinner is going to be a, a double or a triple one. Yes. Yes. So, just keep your faith in God. Paul and Silas had gone to preach and cast out an evil spirit out of a young lady. They were bound in prison and beaten. They were really whipped. And uh, they were put in prison. Instead of quarreling and saying, you see, Paul, you're a big mouth. Short man, big mouth. Paul was not tall. Short man, big mouth. Look at what you have done. But the Bible says that instead of complaining, fighting, picking and pecking at each other, they rather verse 25 says that they prayed and they praised God at midnight. Someone say midnight. midnight. Your midnight is your darkest hour. In your darkest hour, what do you do? They sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. That means that let your thanksgiving and your praise be felt still in your midnight hour. When you don't have enough to eat, when no man has come to marry you. When the child is not coming yet. Are I here with me? Yes. yes. And who tells you people don't go through midnight hour? Everybody goes through a midnight hour. Hello? Yes. Midnight hour. I don't have time to share a kind of testimony. There was a time as you're going through a midnight hour. 
Whilst you were bleeding, you have to be blessing. Yes. Are you here with me? Yes. yes. The time mommy was pregnant, out of the hospital with a baby, and somebody had an issue, bad issue. And they brought the person, they saw us out dealing with the person, casting out prayer, whatever she was there. And they said, Oh, I can't feel the baby. The baby was dead. Can you imagine? You are there. You said, God, how can you be a bad God like that? You killed my baby? God, you killed my baby? But the question is that who put the baby there? Are you here with me? You can, you, you, if you are not careful, if you are not careful, you'll be bitter with God and bitter with everybody. And sometimes, some of us, when we go through some things, we are bitter with everybody and bitter with God. I'll go to church, I'll go, I'll mind the pastor, I won't mind. No, 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 don't do that. What's a painful thing? I'm on the field doing your work. And I expect you to protect. And then he said, my baby is gone. But the Lord is faithful. When we didn't curse God, we lifted our hands and said, Lord, to God be the glory. Great things he has done. So love the world that he gave us his son. deformed baby, crippled, whatever, or even a child that would have given us the immense problems. So the Lord who knows and sees into the future, said that no matter what, even if the enemy tried to interfere, when the enemy does his worst, I will do my best. Yes, Lord. God is about to do his best in your life. Can I have an amen? amen? So sometimes some things may slip out of your hand like water. But you must still keep thanking. Keep trusting God. Keep believing Him. Don't turn your back and say, I expected a promotion to come my way. And it was given to somebody else. Don't worry. When your time comes, you're going to get triple that up. Amen. Yeah. And it, it, you don't need that promotion to leave. It's God you need yes, to leave. Yes, <laughs> Because you can sit on a certain chair of promotion and kill you first. It will kill you fast. And it will take you away from God. Some people have sat on some chairs and the chair they sat on and what they got and that supposed blessing. Bishop T.D. just preached a certain message. Can you stand to be blessed? A certain blessing they got took them away from the blesser. May no blessing take you from the blesser. May no chair you sit on kill you. May God be with you. May you get to a state where you, no matter what, to magnify the Lord and to bless him. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of word, but I'm out of time for today. Let's thank you. So, God willing, next week we are going to continue. Amen. But just before we do that, I just wanted to lift your hand in a minute and say, Lord, I thank you. Thank you for my children. They may be troublesome. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for my parents. Lord, I don't understand what they do. Thank you even for my boss, who sometimes is away. Lord, receive all praise and all thanks. Oh, I bless your holy name. Thank you for my nation, Ghana. Oh, God bless our nation, Ghana. Make our nation great. Lord, I give you thanks. I give you praise. Oh, what a God that we serve. Thank you, Lord. Thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Oh, we thank you. Oh, we praise you, Lord. 
We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank him that you could comb your head today. Thank you, God, that you could take your bath. Thank him. Thank him. That even in the midst of the difficulties, you are still around and you are surviving. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. You want your sins to be forgiven. You want to be made a new creation. You want God's life to come into you. Raise your right hand wherever you are so I can pray with you. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe you have done that already, but you are backsliding. You are not living a Christian life the way you ought to. Today is a day of salvation. Now is the time to repent. Would you want to raise your right hand wherever you are so that you can be restored unto fellowship in the Lord? In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's all join to pray this prayer together. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father thank, you thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. Send your son Jesus to die on the cross for my sake. Jesus, come and stay in my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. And my Savior. Strengthen me, strengthen me, anoint me, anoint me, and use me, and use me for your service. For your service. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for these precious ones. I pray that they'll be planted in your house and they'll flourish in your cause. That great grace and glory shall be their portion. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you want to give God a hand of praise and appreciate it? Hallelujah.